with all not your truth or kindness, Lord. With all not your truth or kindness, Lord. Welcome to the Notice Podcast, where together we notice the mercy of God. I'm Susan Hookstra, your host, and I want to welcome you to season four of The Notice. I'm excited to be here because today we're in a new season, right, again. And what do I need to make it through those transitions of life? Where is God during those difficult seasons? And how do we remain encouraged while things change all around us? So I want you to join me today as I talk with Julie Eichenroth from Freedom Farm Ministries about ways we can take notice of God during the changing seasons and also a little preview of the upcoming women's retreat here at Maple Ridge Place. Julie Eichenroth is the founder and executive director of Freedom Farm, a faith-based therapeutic farm employing permacultural gardening, equine assistant experiential learning, heart skills coaching, and workshops to nurture women and help them heal and grow. We are together here on Maple, at Maple Ridge Place where we live together on the same property. And I know some of you have met Julie before and I'm always happy to have her here and, and kind of co-host with me today. So, you know, we're talking about seasons, right? And noticing God in the season. When we talk about season, I think of football season, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe when we think of seasons, we think of fall, Definitely. winter. I think of how gorgeous it is here on this property in the fall. It's spectacular. And then sometimes when we think of seasons, we might think of them as the stages of life. Mm -hmm. What do you think of when you think of seasons? Well, I think of two things. I think of the genius of God and nature. And I love northern Michigan because we get to see the change of seasons. And I I always say that in northern Michigan, we don't have four seasons. We have like 12 seasons because (laughs) we have like all these micro seasons in between, you know, through through each season. I love the watching the change and the subtle changes and the big changes. And I also think about what seasons mean to us in our growth process. And you and I were talking earlier, and I think the overarching idea that I have is that seasons require resilience. Mm -hmm. To me, that's a hard skill. And resilience means the ability to adapt, to pivot, to have hope, to be able to navigate those seasons. Some seasons are really exciting. Some are really scary and stressful and painful. But even the exciting seasons can be stressful. And it's funny, we resist change, don't we? I think so. I think that human beings want the sense of security and safety of the sameness of things, but yet we crave change too. Right. So it's kind of a kind of six of one and a half dozen of the other thing. Well, you know, this is a Bible-based podcast, so we've got to bring the scripture in here, right? Yes. And of course, we know the famous scripture in Ecclesiastes 3.1, which states, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And then, of course, the verses after that, time to bore and time to die, those kinds of things. It seems pretty straightforward, but when I look at it a little differently, it seems like there's an implication that time and seasons have different meanings. Mm. You know, I read this article recently which talked about time as being in the present. 
Hmm. Okay. And we've all been talking about that these days, right? How to be present with mm-hmm. people, right? So being present. And then it says here that the season is a period of time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I wonder, I wonder if God wants us to be more present in our seasons. Well, I think that's a challenge of every human being in all of our life is to be present because we get stuck in the past sometimes, either craving what the past meant to us or being fearful and in, stuck in pain about the past and or we project into the future you know me I, I'm mm-hmm. the judgment gal I'm always talking about how judgments yeah. impact our past and present and future and I think that there's kind of a couple of aspects to seasons one is how you navigate the season while you're in it and then mm-hmm. how you navigate it when you're moving out of it into mm-hmm. the next season. Right, those transitions. That's pivoting, the transition is a season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, transitions can feel like chaos. They can feel scary. They can feel like you're feeling your way along without any light on your path and just kind of hoping you don't trip and fall and hurt yourself. Um, it can feel confusing. They can feel exhilarating. And you know what's interesting is I've, I'm sure you've heard somebody say this in your life. This too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. And it's like in seasons, it seems like if we're in a bad season or a waiting season or um, uh, just a trying season, you were filled with lots of trials, sometimes, you know, somebody will say, well, this too shall pass. And the reality is that's kind of true. It is. It can sound like kind of a trite cliche, but I've always felt, and I've said this to many people over my life, is you can stand anything if you know it's going to end. Problem is, we don't always know it's going to end, right? And so there's there's a sense of endurance. There's a sense of maintaining our hope while we're waiting for something to end. You know, the word endure means to sit under. And I love that, that God sometimes requires us to endure because while we're enduring all the narratives that come, start to come up, about who we are, our identity, whether we trust God or don't trust Him, maybe things we thought we were healed uh, from come roaring back. You know, there's a lot of, there's sort of like turning up the heat. Um, all the mm-hmm. impurities mm-hmm. come to the surface. Yep. There's something about seasons of trial that um, bring up some of the old crap and maybe some new crap. <laughs> you know? And we just want to move on sometimes. Mm-hmm. We just want to move on yeah. instead of And sometimes God won't let present. us move on, right? And, and being present is a, is a big deal. We, we should be showing up for our life. You know, yeah, and be in present, present in the pain too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we, being human beings, we want pain to end. You know, we're, we're not comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> you know, we're not good with that. We want uh, to rush on to the next thing and, and have the pain or the discomfort end. But that's where some of the best growth happens. And we're also uncomfortable when we see other people in pain. Oh, for sure. We so want to stop their pain, uh, too. We want to stop their pain. Hey, yeah. there's a book called that, yeah. How to Stop the How Pain. How to Stop the Pain. Hmm. Where we heard Folks, that before. you've heard that, about <laughs> that before. Please check that book out. I feel like sometimes we... We don't want to sit in the pain because it hurts too much. Mm-hmm. But what but what God might be speaking to us during that pain, he might be developing something Absolutely. in us. And he might be planting a seed that for this season is not blossoming. Mm-hmm. Because folks... Not every flower blossoms all year round. No, absolutely not. You know, one of my favorite homesteaders, 
Jessica Soward from Roots and Refuge, she has this saying that I absolutely love. She says, let your waiting room be your classroom. Mm, and I cute. love that. She, she has a concept of not wasting the waiting time. But I don't like school, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be in school. I like school a lot better now that I stopped judging my learning process. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm okay with what it takes to learn. Well, I mean, there's all different kinds of ways of learning, and God does so many different things, and we're presented with so many different tough things in life during certain seasons, Mm -hmm. a grieving season, for instance, or something, and sometimes it's difficult to talk about some of those things we're going through. Mm -hmm. Um, Those seasons where we feel alone because we don't really have anybody to talk to about a particular subject. I know when I was going through my divorce and turned out that my husband had committed many affairs, I didn't really have anybody to talk to Mm -hmm. about. It must have been so hard. And so when you go through a season like that, when you, you do need people to start talking about these tough subjects. Mm -hmm. And I know that's your heart and my heart for what we do here at Maple Ridge Place, which for folks who don't know, we have two ministries on our property. We have the Freedom Farm Ministries, and then we have a firm ministries. And we're actually joining together to present a retreat coming up on October 6th and 7th, Friday and Saturday, here at Maple Ridge Place in Traverse City. And it's about seasons, and it's about the changes, how to experience God in the changes of life. And we're trying to tackle some of those tough subjects. And you know what? I heard we're going to have a doctor in the house. We are. So tell us about that. We are thrilled to have secured the the heart and the brilliance and the knowledge and expertise of Dr. Jennifer Lyon. She is a DO and a functional medicine physician. She works out of Brookside Family Medicine and Table Health Functional Medicine Clinic in Traverse City. And she is going to be our featured speaker on Saturday morning. And we have asked her to address the issue of hormones. (gasps) Hormones. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. (laughs) And the reason that we, I had this on my heart is because for the last year or two, with many of my clients and others, I have had so many women marching across my field of view are discovering the impact of hormones on their emotional mental health as well as their physical health uh, to the point of some really even struggling with having hope for their life to go on. You know, Mm -hmm. it's been that Mm -hmm. severe. And I, I myself have just been diagnosed with uh, Hashimoto's and uh, hyperthyroidism. And um, so that's a whole new season I have to pivot mm-hmm. to. And so I had it on my heart for quite a while to have uh, a retreat like this that would talk about some of these issues. And um, I had heard about Dr. Lyon and that she's quite uh, knowledgeable about this topic. And so she's going to be speaking with us on Saturday morning, and we're going to hear a short testimony from two different women who have agreed to share a little bit of their story of how they were impacted, uh, one emotionally and one physically, by hormones. And then Mm -hmm. Dr. Lyon will be keying off of their experience and sharing with us some of the factors that go into us navigating our hormonal journey as we go through life. Because it's not just menopause. It starts when we're young and um, we're just becoming women and we're childbearing years and and all that. We're learning more and more about this subject all the time. I I don't, 
I think she would even say she's not fully an expert. Yes, but it's it's a it's a complex, many layered subject. When I first was diagnosed with uh, this autoimmune disorder, I felt pretty overwhelmed. Like I feel like now I'm in a classroom, and I have to sort of plow through the layers of, of mm-hmm. navigating what this looks like. Fortunately, I'm at the early stage, and so uh, probably a lot of this can be mitigated with diet and, and lifestyle changes. But still, it can feel pretty overwhelming. So I feel really thankful and privileged that we're going to have Dr. Lyons speak to us at the retreat and help us start getting a handle on this. Right. So we're excited to have her here, but we, mm-hmm. when we talk about the physical part, we also have to consider the mental health part, Absolutely. Right? We're going to have some breakout sessions, mm-hmm. and then during these breakout sessions, now folks, I want to tell you a little bit about this retreat. Our heart is for it to be smaller. We want you to be able to get to know the presenters. Small we want and you intimate. To be able to talk with mm-hmm. each other, have dialogue, talk about these subjects. Mm-hmm. It's more intimate. It's like a big, huge, small group, mm-hmm. but it's not really that. It's not going to be that huge. Okay? No. So if you want to register, you better register fast because yeah. we only have so many slots. Yes. But the thing is, is that our our mental health is very important, and we have this beautiful mental health advocate and Amy Zabel who is going to talk about her journey Mm -hmm. what she's done in her what's happened to her in her life and how God has gotten her through so she has she wants to discuss this because we're are we talking about it we're trying but we're not there so we want to address some I even love what Amy says I mean I I just love this lady from the first time I met her and we've only uh grown in our love and friendship since then. But I, um, I love what she says, you know, mental illness is this, the phrase that we hear so often, but she calls it mental wellness. Mm-hmm. And she's going to speak to us about her journey, but also how can we uh, advocate both for ourselves and for those we love? How can we help them uh, ourselves understand our own journey and those we love who may have mental health issues that they're struggling with? And how can we take some of the stigma that we experience? And uh, this is another marginalized population in the yeah. church and sometimes isn't talked about much, but we have a passion, you and I, to see that this dis- is destigmatized in the church and we can start having some honest conversation about it. Yes. Because God cares about our mental health. Yeah, we're so grateful for that. And also, it's interesting when we go through different seasons that one of the things that we struggle with is this idea of I'm all alone. Who am I? Mm -hmm. You know, and we have a a young woman coming. Her name's Emily, and she's going to be talking about building community and what's it like to build community and surround your kids with community mm-hmm. and how important that community is to get us through these seasons mm-hmm. of life. So tell tell me a little bit more about Emily. Well, she, I I know, know something well? I know something about this young lady because she's my daughter. She's one of my two beautiful brilliant daughters. And I got the idea for this uh, talk that I wanted her to give called Parenting in Community because she and her husband are excellent parents and have an excellent marriage. 
But one of the things that is their strength is they have a small group of couples that they are dear friends with and they have fierce loyalty and love to one another. Their kids are being raised together like extended family. Um, they make time for each other. They help each other through really rough things. Yeah. Call each other call out. Yeah, call each other out. They have been there through uh, losses of pregnancies and losses of jobs and church stuff that's hard to navigate sometimes. And they have fierce loyalty and love to one another. They can have hard conversations. And I just have a passion that young people come into marriages and they're often don't have the heart skills themselves to be healthy people, thus to have a healthy marriage, but then they're often isolated as parents too. They don't have a strong support network. They can watch each other's kids. Um, I've seen um, Emily and Dan's friends get up in the middle of the night, come over to their house when Emily and Dan had to take one of their kids to the ER for an asthma attack. I mean, those kinds of things where you can count on. And I've seen members in my extended family who don't have that community, and it breaks my heart because it's often the grand parents and stuff that are the go-to but I my passion is to see young people develop their own support systems and have healthy relationships that are long term and community is so important to get us through these these seasons you just can't do life alone you can't do it alone anyway but this season that we're in in the world is scary and threatening and um, we really need strong spiritual community strong emotional friendship community to help each other make it to the finish line I I like to say and one of the things that happens in these these seasons and these changes is things get tough and we have a tendency to to start complaining. Oh my gosh. Do we ever? So <laughs> it seems I, to be kind of a default setting for many human is, beings. It is. <laughs> and we call it venting. It's yes. we, we, we call it venting. Or now. ranting. We don't call yes. it mm-hmm. complaining anymore. But it's interesting because we have Kim Wall. She is a co-pastor at River Church in Fort Gratiot, Michigan, but she's also a co-author of the book, The Complaining Cure. Yes, folks, there is a cure for complaining. I'm really excited to have her here. She was on my podcast about a year or two ago, and she's coming to talk about this subject because it's really important how to get a handle on this so that we don't go down that spiral of negativity. Yeah, and I just want to say, Susan, I heard that podcast. I was out in the horse paddock shoveling horse poop that day and hanging hay bales, and I was listening to the podcast, and I was blown away by this lady. I mean, it's so easy to sort of think about this subject in kind of a trite way or cliche way. Not at all. This woman has has a handle on this, and I think that people who come and listen to her will be really, she'll knock your socks off. She is, she's just excellent. Yes, so no more complaining, folks. No, no complaining, at least <laughs> we have not a cure. my shot. We have a cure. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, is we have another breakout session that includes a, just one of our local favorites, mm-hmm. Joe Panter. Yes. She's going to do a, a little breakout session. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that. Well, Joe and I have been friends for many years. I worked at her wonderful bookstore, Rainbow Bookstore, when I first moved to Traverse City um, in the 1988, 1986, we moved here. And she was the first job I had, and I worked there on and off for five years. And I have loved and respected this lady for many years. Uh, Not only was Rainbow Bookstore honored as Bookstore of the Year, um, she has gone on to establish 
the Trinity School of Transformation. And one of the things that they've been working on lately is what she calls the third wave. And the third wave is how do we, that often people who get into their elder years have a crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. And it may be because maybe they're dealing with physical issues, maybe they have a lot of stuff that's been undealt with or unresolved, unhealed over over time. They may have developed sort of a false self over time that that's how they've learned to function. And so that may this season of aging may be very disorienting to them. So uh, Joe talks about the issue of ageism. Mm-hmm. She has an essay she'll be reading at the retreat called mm-hmm. Please Don't Call Me Dear, which I mm-hmm. love. And so she's going to be talking about ageism, and she's going to be talking about um, the third wave and how do we navigate um, the season of our lives as we age in context of community, again, mm-hmm. and, and spiritual transformation to find our true self, our true self in God, who he made us to be. It's never too late never to find out late. who God made never you to be. Never too late. We also will have, both Julie and I will be giving a little presentations as well, and we're going to have activities. Our activities, we're going to have, they can meet the horses. Yep, we're going to have a a herd meditation with some art supplies Mm -hmm. there, and you can just hang out with the horses, or you can sit and and, uh, be in the horse's presence and paint or draw something Mm -hmm. that's meaningful to you. Or if you want, you can sit by our new waterfall. Our new waterfall. We have a waterfall at our property. I think it's going to be a little crowded up there in the little waterfall space. We might have to add some We might have to, like, sign ups or something to sit by the water. (laughs) And then we also have, like, we'll have what I call a soaking session of music Mm -hmm. here in the main house where... It's just to sit back and, and reflect and listen to music and be ministered to through music. We'll have some worship, too. We're yeah. going to get some worship on. Maybe a campfire, too. Maybe a walk around and the property. And we'll even feed you. New, yeah, we're we'll, going to oh, feed do you. Do we ever feed you? Yes. We yes. have a beautiful woman who has come into our life yeah. who enjoys this immensely. And, and Cheryl will not let you go hungry. She will not, not only let you go hungry, she is very creative and comes up yes, with all kinds of she's good awesome stuff. So she's a dynamo we're really excited about that so and if prayer in, and prayer yeah. absolutely have availability absolutely. for prayer teams so. absolutely the retreat again is on october 6th and 7th here at maple ridge place in traverse city all you have to do is just google maple ridge place traverse city it'll take you right to our page and it will tell you more information about what we just talked about, but also how to register and those kinds of things. There's even a frequently asked questions section if you have questions. We're excited about the possibilities of what God is going to do here. So we think if, of it in terms of our slogan here. If, if, I don't know if I want to call it a slogan. It's but just our it's, saying. Our saying is, His presence our healing. Our hope and prayer is, as always, is that when people come to the property and experience a workshop or a retreat or any event, um, that they they get a little taste of his presence because that's what's going to provide the healing. I just started writing this little poem. I'm a poem writer, guys. Yes, you are. Yeah. And I just started writing this little poem that talks, talks a little bit about where we might be going in this retreat. Now, I'm not reading the whole poem, just reading part of it. So if you want to hear the whole one, you got to come to the retreat, okay? (laughs) So let me see if I can get my poem voice on. Seasons come and seasons go. Time escapes as minutes flow. Do we recognize ourselves or do we become the season? 
If the season is dry, do we stop to drink? If the season is wait, do we stop to think? If the season is grinding, do we cry out loud? Or do we simply get lost in the crowd? Traumas and triggers invade our space, making us want a better place. We try to remember God sees it all. We tend to wander helpless and small. The dichotomy is full. The dichotomy is thick. We long to be human, but the human won't stick. Just like a bird who wanders south. Are we free or are we caught? The spirit reaches far and wide. He's in our hearts. He cannot hide. Leaning towards the fruit on the tree, the season will fade more easily. So if you want to figure out what that's all about, come to the retreat. Years ago, when I was in a music theory class in college, we talked about form. Form in music is the way musical ideas are organized. You probably understand it like the parts of a song. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, kind of thing. It was helpful to see how to put it together, but I'd miss the music if we just looked at the form. So when we got the prompting to go ahead with this retreat, we knew we had to shape its form. But friends, we can't orchestrate it. That's the Holy Spirit's role. So perhaps experiencing God through the seasons of life is a lot like that. We organize, but we don't orchestrate. It seems the real adventure comes when we do our part and let God show us the music. The Seasons Retreat will be held on Friday, October 6th and Saturday, October 7th here at Maple Ridge Place. You can find out more information by simply Googling Maple Ridge Place Traverse City. We really hope to see you there. Until next time, take notes. Oh,